Strip accelerates, McDonald hasn't flinched yet. And here he comes, Adamo. He let loose in a stride. But instead of Oath is coming away. Hello and welcome back to the Sitting Ducks review. Um, huge weekend of racing, some great results out there. Uh, highlight of the day, probably Uncommon James in the last. That was a great way. Just moving my microphone forward. Uh, great way to end the day, I thought. Um, We'll touch on that race a bit later. We'll start off with Sandown, cover races two through till nine there, and then we'll go to Randwick and do dart around all the group races. So for Sandown, track was a good four through till race six, and then a good three for the three group ones, seven, eight, and nine. Um, in run, five out of the nine races, uh, you need to be in the first four to win. So... In more than half, if you weren't in the first four, you weren't winning. Eight of those nine, you need to be in the first half of the field. The only one to win, Shuffle Dancer coming back, but that was also a small field. So what I'm trying to say is on speed, definitely advantage, and they were coming wider and wider off that rail as the days went on. So there was two races that were on the heel side. They were the 1,800-meter starts, which was the race that Pericles won and uh, Steinem. So other than that... Um, I suppose, and the shoot as well, the 1,100-meter Oakley play, that's kind of different. So there's a few that were on the lake side and we talked about in the preview, you wanted to be drawn inside and, you know, sitting in that first half and it definitely played that way. As for where you could win from, lanes 5 through to 15, that's how far they were getting out by the end of the day. Um, race 2, the group 2, Armin Asko over the 1,400 metres. The leader, Royal Merchant, goes to the 600, 2.6 lengths above the all benchmark, um, 1.3 lengths slower than the class. So when I say above, it means quicker than, and then obviously um, slower is slower. So pretty much that means they've gone, you know, when we talk about the class, they've gone out pretty slow here. The winners come home, shuffle dance at 7.1 lengths above or quicker um, than the all benchmark. 4.2 lengths faster than the class. Overall figure, 7.5 above for the all benchmark or 0.3 lengths faster than the class. Slow run race, dash home, shuffle dancer gets the job done. Was so confident in this race when Ben Mellon just goes and puts the horse three wide onto the bend. I'm like, he wouldn't be doing this unless this horse, you know, he knows it's traveling well and it's got a lot to it. And it did. I don't know. This horse was fifth up here. Um, with Moody, trust him, he's, he won't run her unless she's right. Fourth fastest forward of the ta- 200 metres for the day of this horse. Definitely the only one I'd be taking out of this race. It's more just what does she beat? You go back a week before Royal Merchant got beat to, um, who was it? That was that Nunfoot race. Oh, name escapes me. Anyway, that race didn't race too good either. But what I'd be doing with this race is take um, shuffle dancer, the only one you want to be with. Trust Moody, you know, hopefully he's not gone. He won't jump the classes too much, but this horse can win again. It was a good enough rating too. Um, and just be a little bit careful with her, maybe, you know, one run too many. But if you trust him, then I think you've got to be with her next start if she's placed right. Uh, the problem with this race to me, she's lickety split, gone, 
might be a wet tracker only, uh, wet tracker only. But at this rate, you've got to be completely against her. She had every possible off a slow speed and went back. Maybe she's looking for a quicker tempo and a wet track. But if you start looking for excuses when you look at the bare figures, she's just gone awful. Um, moving on to race three, the Group Three mannerism leader to the six hundred. Turath, 8.3 lengths above the old benchmark, 3.6 lengths faster than the class. Winner last 600 Espiona comes home six lengths above the old benchmark, 2.8 lengths above the class. Um, so pretty much gone out really quickly. Overall figure, by the way, 11.6 above or 3.7 lengths quicker than the class. They've gone out fast here. Um, it's rated really well. Espiona gets back down to Melbourne, wins the race. Um, what I'm thinking, I think we can follow a f- few from this race. You got Barb Raider and Torregina were first up. So I'm, I'm happy to follow first through to fifth year. But um, Turath, I thought she was, you know, pretty plain off a hot tempo. But, you know, she was fading a lot quicker than the others. I think Barb Raider is going to appreciate, you know, getting out further and, you know, the run under about. Prior to Jenny was good probably in the worst lanes up the fence and was unlucky for most of it. But Torrigine's the one for me. This horse is supposed to be leading, misses the start, took a little gap. Like she's not, she's used to being out front and other things running her down. And she's almost got past Espiona who was set up beautifully there, hot speed out the back and just has to run over the top. Um, so back figures here, really not that good. Um, except for, I suppose, Espiona, the winner. What do I want to do with this race? Yeah, maybe uh, I, I seriously want to take first through to fifth with a little bit of an asterisk on Forbidden City. Once again, was sixth up there. Trust Moody to do the right thing with this horse, but going against these is a lot more with more improvement than that horse. That horse was kind of suit to run well there, hot speed out the back. But um, it didn't get as nice of a run in transit as Espiona. So... Torrigine, the big one to follow, but I think if you're with Prior Jenny, Barbrader, even Espiona, probably down in Melbourne, it looks like. I think you can get some winners out of them. Um, moving on to, I'll just tour out as well. Wouldn't want to be back in a next start. Race for the group three, Zedative Stakes over the 1200, the leader. Um, the, oh, I always get this name right too. La Donce Rouge um, goes out 9.6 above. 9.6 lengths above the all benchmark or four lengths above the class. Uh, recommendation, your winner last 600 comes home 3.7 lengths above or 0.1 faster than the class. Um, so what I will say, sorry, when I'm reading this, yeah, I'm saying 3.7 lengths above the all benchmark first or 0.1 lengths above the class. You can get a little bit of both um, insight. So overall 12.5 lengths above the all benchmark, 3.3 lengths above the class, huge rating race again here, recommendation, huge bonus points for sticking up on the speed. You look at him, he's, LaDonce's roots dropped back to, what is it, fifth. He's stuck right on and won the race, going on at a really, really quick tempo there. Um, we Nessie, probably a little bonus points. She looked the winner at one stage and recommendation kicked back. Uh, went a little, like went into those inside parts of the track which probably wasn't ideal and saying that the winner was there the whole time too and he's held her off so yeah I'll be with the she was first up so you probably give her another bonus they were both really good runs Rich Fortune I thought was good 
um, maybe has more – she did get a bump at the top of the straight, but maybe is a little bit more – what's the word? Um, explosive over the 1,100. I think, yeah, recommendation, we, Nessie, Rich Fortune, Meridius, Sevenak, all ones you can follow out of this race. Sevenak, fourth fastest uh, – Last 200 in the meeting was really good there. I think you can trust his form. There's winners to come out of it. Love these good tracks where they're just racing really, really quick times. Uh, Walton Bay was a little question mark for me. Uh, was, you know, going the quickest in the race, I think, from the 10 to the 8. And I heard the commentator say, looking for a run up the rail, second quickest. And then just, no, sorry, quickest six to the four of the race and then just did nothing was right up along the rail, not the place he wanted to be. So just little asterisks there. She finds a suitable race. She can be winning again, even though she hasn't gone that good there on face value. So most of them, or those ones I touched on, I think you can follow out of it and we'll be looking for suitable races with them. Race five, the group two autumn classic. So this goes to the hillside. Um, the lead has gone to the 600 here. Bang on the all-average benchmark, 0.0 lengths above or 5.5 lengths slower than the class. So crawled out in front. The winners come home last 600. Pericles, 9.5 lengths above or 5.9 lengths above the class. Um, so gone out slow, really dashed home. Overall, 7.9 lengths faster or faster than the all-benchmark, 3.2 lengths slower. So that's why it's important you don't look at the overall figure because you go, oh, look, they've only gone three, they've gone 3.2 lengths worse. But when they've gone out so slow, they can only run home so fast. So, um, winner and Mr. Maestro, probably the two you only really want to follow here. Uh, I think Hennessy, Ladd, and Acosta, maybe not up to this level, just one below. Like they're good horses on their day, Pericles and Mr. Maestro. Yeah. Fastest last 200 of the race for Mr. Marshall, and you think, oh, yeah, he's the one you want to be with next time. But you've got to remember, Pericles is always going to have that map advantage. And if you get a track like that where Mr. Marshall was spotting him four or five lengths probably at one stage, um, you can see why it's hard to run down. Osbred Rising was good but found the lanes out a bit wider. Uh, but, yeah, for me, going up in trip, I'd be with Mr. Marshall and Pericles. If they're tackling each other, wouldn't mind to see a bit of alternate form line um but it was good, a lot better figure here than they went first up with those back end, uh, yeah, that back last 600. But, yeah, not much to that race. Uh, moving on to race six, the group two, Peter Young over the 1800 as well at the hillside. This was completely different. Leader to the 600, deny knowledge, 12.6 lengths above the all benchmark, 5.4 lengths above the class. Winner, Steinem, last 600, 6.6 lengths above the all benchmark or 2.2 lengths above the class. So overall, 12.8 lengths faster than the all benchmark or 1.2 lengths above the class. Goldtrip, huge first start, absolutely flew home. He's come back really well. Uh, Keats, probably run of the race in my opinion. You see how quickly Deny Knowledge dropped out. He was right up on that speed, um, you know, traveling really well to that last 100 metres. Just got ran down by saying uh, – couple of group place getters uh a group sign them uh, multiple group placed horse and then you throw in gold trip and melbourne cup winner um i figured out today he's a stallion he's still got his um ball so he's they they want to win these group twos and stuff he'll be worth a lot more winning all these kind of races wish i knew that going into the weekend there would have been a lot more intent in my brain um with this horse anyway um 
Steinem, I thought, was just really well suited there. It was fit racing deep into last year. Um, and it was a good ride by Johnny, just mapped perfectly and he got the job done. But when you look at these, I think your gold trip from here outwards, I hope these horses have a big break. They need at least three weeks off before I back them again. This would have taken it out of them. It's a hot speed for a lot first up and it's hard to come back and do that. You need a break. Um, but gold trip for me out of that, really good to see how he went. Uh, race seven, the group one, Blue Diamond Stakes. Now this is some pace. Leader, the instructor goes to the 618.7 lengths above the all benchmark, 15.8 lengths above the class. So you think of two-year-olds, 1,200 at Sandown, they're going 15 lengths quicker. Uh, at this level, they're going 15 lengths quicker. Winner comes home, last 600 little bros, 1.9 lengths slower than the all benchmark or 4.1 lengths slower than the class. So, yeah, really, really quick. You don't expect him to be breaking benchmark on the way home. Overall, they finished 15 lengths above the all benchmark or eight lengths faster than the class. Huge rating, little bros, perfect run there. Um, Mickey D, well done to him. When I did the map, I had him completely switch with Barber. I thought Jamie Carl was going to jump, put him where little bros was, and little bros was going to be back chasing, but he just gave him a perfect steer. That horse was either third or – let me check quickly. Was he, if he was fifth – yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, the trial. So he raced twice, had a break, so he was – Third up there, fifth start, um, which is just perfect for this horse when they go that tempo. He put him right behind the speed, sat him, I think, seventh and just absolutely exploded late. When you look at that and you think, you know, inside you go, this, like the form line we were most keen on was that prelude behind Barber. He's the one taking ground off Barber over 1,100. Um, and yeah, when you looked in the map, he was drawn barrier four, just didn't think Mickey D was going to do that. So credit to him. Um, it's a good rating race. Don Corleone, 13 fastest last 200 of the day off that brutal tempo. Insane. Still City was really unlucky. I still think she might have got caught late, but she that last 50 metres like would have been the telling factor. She would have been out and running. It's a horrible ride by Blake Shin. He already knows that. Everyone's whinging about it. But you're riding for luck against two-year-olds when you, the instructor's going that quick. He's got to stop eventually and your horse was traveling and you try to run up behind him. Um, anyway, Barber was, I think he didn't jump as well as maybe the start before. That's why he got back. He was never going to win from there. Uh, Brave Halo was really good from the wide barrier. Actually, Polybet ended up being a bonus. So he wasn't, you know, stuck in behind anyone. I don't actually know what we've learned from this race. I think we've learned that Don Corleone is a horse. Uh, I think we've learned he just needs a quick tempo. I think we've learned Lil Bros is maybe better than we thought, but I'm going to knock him a few points just on the map. Like the run that he had, I think a lot of them, if a lot of them were there, they would have done the same thing. But credit to him, he's a group one winner now. Uh, yeah, Form 1 from Sydney, I don't think it told us much considering Still City just didn't really get the chance to get out. Golden Slipper, I don't know how many weeks it is away. I'm so against this form one. They are going to be rooted. This is, you know, they're only supposed to have three or four runs. This would be like running six races for them. They went that hard and fast. Um, it's going to be really hard for them to peak again. I think we can stick to majority of that 
um, Sydney form. I just want to look here. Even Barber is traveling 14 lengths above the all benchmark to the 600, like 11 lengths quicker than the class. It's not like if they were back in the field, they um, like they wouldn't be as busted up. They've gone quick there. So it's hard what you do for me. I'm against this. Like this is a proper rating though. So going forward, we know that they can run some time. It's just those other ones resting up in Sydney look a lot better. And I think this is a good sign for King's Gambit now. Like grand final day, Don Corleone comes out and does that. Well suited as well, kind of got a nice run, but at least we know that grand final time, maybe Peter and Paul Snowden do have a little trick up their sleeve because he was really good there on Saturday. Um, race eight, the group one futurity stakes over the 1400, the leader to the 600, Nugget goes 1.2 lengths quicker than the all benchmark or 7.3 lengths slower than the class that have crawled out in front of you. Winner last 600, Alligator Blood, 9.4 lengths above the all benchmark or 4.4 lengths quicker than the class. Overall, 9.6 lengths um, above the all benchmark, 3.8 lengths worse than the class. Once again, you don't want to read too much into that overall figure because they've gone out so slow and they've really dashed home. Start off, perfect setup going into the all-star mile for Alligator Blood. Um, there was no busting it. Like, no one's going to be tired off that. He just got to sit there and sprint. Going to be a lot quicker tempo in the all-star mile. We know he can handle that. Maybe a little bit, maybe he didn't get as much fitness as he wanted from that. Um, but I think that's definitely a more positive sign than if they went out brutal there. We never thought they did. Um, but, yeah, for figures-wise... Uh, Alligator Blood, quickest forward of the two of the meeting. Um, looks really good there, and he looked like he wanted to win it. I'm Thunderstruck kind of came up to him, and he said, no chance. Uh, what do you do with I'm Thunderstruck here? When I saw Mr. Mozart came in, I was really confident on Alligator Blood. I saw Mr. Mozart came in, and I thought, this gives Jamie Carr every opportunity to go and sit third or fourth on him and be a lot closer than she has to be. The question is, can she get past Alligator Blood or Mr. Brightside Lap? Or Mr. Brightside was going to be mapped in front of him. Um, you know, he had every... Like, that was the question. If he's if he's in within a length, you'd think he'd go past him. Um, but, geez, just not the case at all, was it? He's run the fourth fastest last 200 of the meeting on Thunderstruck, where Alligator Blood... Sorry, not the meeting, of this race... Alligator Blood and Mr. Brightside have both been him home. Figures-wise there, even um, my Obron's had a quicker last 200 than I'm Thunderstruck. What I will say, A, going back to the inside, like inferior ground, bonus him a little bit there. In saying this, I don't know if he's up to these level. Like he's racing really well. He's a good horse. But if he, I don't know if he's up to these yet. I think it's going to take a little bit more for him to be beating them. I think he can be competitive. So he's all right. Um, but yeah, I think with the way this is going, Alligator Blood, like all-star miles, you're with him um, over these for sure. Craig Williams missed the boat here. I think he should have gone and sat right next to Alligator Blood with the run under his belt. And I think he would have been right in the finisher. I know he's kind of trying to He's trying to teach, like they're trying to teach his horse to be a bit more versatile, go back, go forward. Like they did this last campaign and he ran really well. But this is a group one race. It's still worth $750,000 and you're going back when you could have 
Like you would have been right there. I know he still ran second. He might have done that anyway. Um, but all star mile wise, I know who I'm going to be with over grand final time. I've already seen Alligator Blood give it to Mister Brightside over sixteen hundred. So anyway, um, yeah, uh, not the not too much to touch on this race. Nugget, he's already had his had his fair share. He's not up to these either. He had his peak last start. He was seventh or eighth up there, and he's done. My Oberon looks. Looks worse than what he actually went. Aegon already touched on. Alligator Blood's come back really well. Mr. Brightside's nicely set up for All-Star Mile, just whether he's good enough or not. We'll have to wait and see. I'm sure he'll be going forward on All-Star Mile Day, but Alligator Blood's going to be right there for the fight. Race 9, the Group 1 Oakley Plate over the 1,100. The leader to the 600, Zustar, 7.1 lengths above the all-benchmark here. 1.4 lengths slower than the class. On paper... This race set up to be ballistic tempo and it just hasn't been like that at all. They've gone, this race is, because there's so many down in the weights, this race usually goes ridiculously quick. Um, I wish I could find the rating that they did last year, like how much slower they've gone. They haven't even broken the class benchmark to to the 600, which is just shock, like a shock for this kind of race. The winner, Uncommon James, last 600, 10.1 lengths above or 5.1 above the all benchmark, 5.1 lengths above the class. So overall, 14.6 above or 1.2 lengths faster than the class. So it's still rated really well. Massive back-end figure. Really, it looked quick. It wasn't quick. Um, like, it wasn't slow either. It's just not what you're used to here. Uncommon uh, James, what a horse, bright future. I could see this horse running over 1,400 metres. There's so many 1,400 metres that just need, group ones that just need a horse that's there all the time. Um, but like any 1,200 to 1,400 metre race, this horse could be right in it. Sat in the first four, fifth fastest last 200 of the race. Really good there. Lofty strike was huge. 14.1 lengths above for the last 600. Market loved him, backed him in a favourite. Star Patrol I thought was good. Pass mark there. Um, chain of lightning got into the inferior ground up the inside I think she's now looking for 1200 1400 don't know um, what to make of that run I just think 1100 like that maybe she was looking for a bit more tempo maybe she she's, looking, she's definitely looking for further I think you look at in the run um, second fastest six to the four like she's sprinting through there and then just four to the two and to the post, no good um, 14 fastest there. I just think she's just kind of like the one like one pace there, just wanting further. Uh, how's this? This was the most interesting thing of the race, I thought. Mars Crusader, 14 point – hang on, where is he? Sorry. Uh, oh, where am I looking? Mars there he is. So, Mars Crusader runs 14 out of 16th. Fastest last 200 of the meeting, 10.56 seconds for his last 200. Now, what's that mean? I wish I win. So, this was over 1,100. I wish I win a week ago, uh, two weeks ago, on a good three track over 1,000 meters, 10.88. This horse has gone 0.32 seconds quicker. I know it's a different track and stuff, so it's not – it's not that tineable, but I just thought it was amazing because they were both good three tracks. One was a straight, so you'd think you'd have better straight line speed than 
around a bend um, and Master Crusade has come home quicker than him, like with an extra 100 metres of work. Now, I still reckon I wish I win would beat him, but this horse's turn of foot is ridiculous. He just can't stay attached. 16th fastest four to the two of the race. Fastest two to the post. That is insane. That little split second and this horse is gone from, oh, like, oh, where could I break it down? Anyway, he's actually ran horrible. So not horrible. It's better than it looks on paper, but he hasn't gone anywhere near winning. I'm just saying this horse is one of the most unique things I've ever seen. For him to do that is ridiculous. He was never going to win when the tempo was that slow and they've, um, it was like to be up on speed by that time was a, was definitely an advantage, but he's run better than it looks. Past mark for a lot of these. New market is in a couple of weeks. I think I'm with the different form. Uncommon James, if he goes there, definitely is spanner in the works. Yeah, interesting, interesting race, that one. Ranwick. Uh, track soft five, races one through to six. Good for race seven to ten. They were definitely getting off the rail, middle to wide lanes. Vantage probably once again. Race three, the group two, Skyline Stakes. Leader goes to the 600 bases loaded, 3.6 lengths above the all benchmark. Comes home 1.7 lengths above the class. Uh, winner last 600 corner shade, 0.5 lengths above or 2.4 lengths slower than the class. Overall, they finish 1.9 lengths above the all benchmark or 1.9 lengths worse than the class. Rated absolutely horrible. They've gone out pretty like they've gone out decently quick but their back end figures are horrible there'll be no golden slipper winners from this race i can guarantee you that um this is just a well placed horse like this when you think about it in hindsight and i'm glad i backed him here um he's coming out of the best form line behind barber little bros etc and yeah you're getting seven dollars fifty just because you've got a wallet jmac thing that I mean, it did look nice on paper, but this thing at three two eighty to place or something was just a bet up, and he's ended up winning the race. So Shinzo was in the inferior ground, but I'm glad I glad I found this one on on the Saturday. But I think that was it for him. That's his win. Time to move on. I'm going to get up this gone to the market because there's another race later uh, where they touch on um, that's. That's also links to the Golden Sliver. Hang on, where is it? Golden Sliver. There it is. Oh, I won't read it out yet. But. Okay. Um, race five. The, yeah, uh, just been that race pretty much with any going to the Golden Sliver. If they race each other again, um, Corner Shea still probably look the best. Race five, the group two, Guy Walter. Leader goes to the 600 Mirror Vision here. Um, 2.5 lengths above the all benchmark, one length slower than the class. Winner last 600, hope in your heart. 5.4 lengths above the all benchmark, 5.1 lengths above the class. Overall, 8.2 lengths above or 0.9 faster than the class. So good win here, good back-end figures. This horse ran into a bit of traffic, hope in your heart. I made a big push for her on the pod. All of us did actually, and she's charged late and got up. Um I think she goes to the Coolmore against Ana Vista and Fangirl. I don't know if she's up to them, but she's just so consistent and races so well all the time. Um, really good to see her there. Like They went slow and she still was able to run it down. Probably did get to the better lanes, but she drifted big time. Um, 
I don't know if they'll be doing that again with the Larkspur run good since her first up run and Mustang Valley is a little bit unlucky in those inferior grounds I think the first three are past the rest I don't want to be with but they clash again hoping your heart's the one for sure race five the group two sweet embrace leader to the 600 summer loving 2.3 lengths quicker than the all benchmark 0.9 lengths quicker than the class winner Lazago comes home last 600 1.4 above the all benchmark bang on the class 0.0 above overall 0.2 above the all benchmark three lengths worse in the class so not what you want to see at all um Poor rating, poor like and and figures in the race. Once again, don't think there's any golden slipper winner here. I think Fasil was actually the run of the race up on the inside of her. Um, but yeah, it's just Lazaga got the dream run down the outside, paid off nicely. But these are B and C graders at best. I think. Like you look at this, you got Kings Gambit thirteen dollars, Lazago at thirteen dollars, and Cornichet at seventeen dollars. Take me to the bank. And whatever I've gotten there, probably not that much. For King's Gambit, not to beat home Lazago and Cornichet, oh, my God, what a joke. They're the same price, and King's Gambit's running figures. Um, who else is in this? So you've got learning to fly Barbara at $8. Like I said, wouldn't be backing them. So I'm, so far, I'm learning to fly. Red resistance, like learning to fly tick, red resistance tick, cylinder tick, Cafe Millennium, beat Don Coolion. Um, probably a tick, yet past much. Blunk to blunk, 12 bucks, dreaming. Um, little bros, don't want to be with that form line. Steel City. Now, this is raced on the 18th of March. So, three weeks between runs. Yeah, three weeks between runs. I still don't know if that's enough. Steel City, $12. Met. Um, King's Game at 13. Passed on Corleone. And that's Kundalini's in their Platinum Jubilee. Oh, this could be a really good race to bet up into if you're getting Lazago and corner share at that price. They are none. Um, just horrible. Like It's just rated awful. They've found just nothing races, and they're not a bad horse on their day, but they've just done nothing there. Uh, race seven, the group one surround stakes over the 1,200... 1400 leading to the 600 North Star Lass goes 2.6 lengths faster than the old benchmark 0.8 lengths slower than the class so crawled out in front winner last 600 Sunshine in Paris 7.9 lengths above the old benchmark 4.8 lengths above the class overall 6.6 lengths above the old benchmark 0.1 quicker than the class slow run race dash home J Max fault, I think that in secret loses. Go back and it's not Bowie's fault. He's trying to come out. James McDonald's not even looking straight. All he cares about is keeping like in secret losing the race. He's got himself beat by going into a dual battle and constantly worrying about where she is. If he just rode, he probably ends up running second or third, and the other two don't get to him. So I think in secret gets to those outside lanes. She had to go right up the rail, not the place to be off such a slow tempo. Like, as well, that's just another negative for her. She likes it a bit quicker. And, yeah, I think she's still actually run really well for third. In saying this, goes to the new market hard against this form. She's not racing nearly as well as she was. If she was like she was last year, it wouldn't matter where you put her. She still would have won. But there's definitely an excuse why she didn't win that. I think she wins by maybe maybe a photo finish as well. But I think she gets the job done if she's in those better lanes. Um, 
She's a belter, fastest two to the post of the race. I think down in class, this horse could win a race, needs a good track, key to her. Um, so gotcha was fair. I think she's on the right track. Probably would have all your multis where you had her into place and you've been let down because of James McDonald. Um, Ruthless James, Ruthless Dane had the jack no form, but take a few points off her, found those really good lanes out wide and um, didn't really run into trouble. Sunshine in Paris, credit to her first preparation when all these others have already had one and she was fifth up there, got the job done in a group one. Um, congrats to her saying that. Race hasn't rated that well, but she's, I mean, she's still got paid. So I think she was a little bit gifted there. Uh, if they go around again, which they probably won't be, yeah, I suppose it's not even worth touching it because they won't be going around again with each other. Just hard against in secret in the new market. Um, I think there's way better chances at that price. Oh, excuse me. Race eight, the group one shipping Norton leader to the 600. Knight's order goes 7.4 lengths above the all benchmark, 1.2 lengths quicker than the class. The winner, Animo, comes home last 600, seven lengths faster than the all benchmark, 1.8 lengths faster than the class. Overall, 10.2 lengths quicker or 1.2 lengths worse than the class. Um, what do you even say about this? I touched on it before. Like, you're just going around and versing him to run second. Like, he's almost ruining Fangirl's career. Uh, next start, though, she'll go to the Cormor, so she gets away from him. He's either going to go to the 1500... Oh, name escapes me. George Ryder, or he's going to go to the 2000 metres ran, but I hope he goes to the 1500... I suppose last prep he went that 1,800 metre. Did he? No, he went the 2,000 metre um, lead into the Cox Plate. So I suppose if I reckon they'll do that. They'll go the 2,000 metre round of it where it will be 90% and then he'll be 100 on the Queen Elizabeth Day. Um, really good placing by James Cummings. Just keep him down here. You don't have to worry about versing alligator blood, I'm thunderstruck, etc. And he just gets to go around, gets handed free group ones, gets nice tempos where they can go, where they go real slow out in front and gets to sprint home. Um, yeah, like what else do you say? Fangirl, really good in the inferior ground once again, but she's not going to beat him. Um, he's an absolute ripper. $1.70 you could get on Saturday. What a joke. Should have been a $1.40. Yeah, so Moanga I thought was actually pretty good. I suppose you can take a few from this race, but... When they're going against him next start, you just got to trust him to get the job done. Last race of the day, race nine, the group three, Liverpool City Cup, leader to the 600. Think about it, goes 0.4 lengths faster than the all benchmark, four lengths slower than the class. Winner comes home last 600, which was, the, uh, think about it, 7.5 lengths quicker than the all benchmark, three lengths quicker than the class. Overall, 7.9 above the all benchmark, 1.8 lengths worse than the class. Once again, they've gone out so slow, it's hard to run a good overall figure, but those last sections, really good. This horse is flying. He's won by a good margin. Really good ride here by Sam Clipperton. Goes out, puts the brakes on with the fit horse, and he's just shown a good turn of foot. He can go through these grades. He's rating like perfectly fine. Um, for the rest, I thought there was a pass mark for Sabak. Uh, who else was in there? Let me have a look. Sorry, one sec. Uh, Profondo worried about him massively. Uh, 
I don't care that he's in the worst grounds. He's ran last by 6.3 lengths. Ranch hand, worried about him. Gone. I touched on that last time. I said he was gone. Rocketing by quickest, second quickest, six to the four and four to the two and seven to the post. Maybe just needs a little bit more uh, fitness. Quantico was hard against that race first up. Gravina's actually come out of it and ran pretty well. Bandersnatch was fair. But I think they're all a bit flooded here. The only one I would getting up and trip would be Sabaka, be and obviously the winner as well. He was good. Um, but yeah, pretty poor overall rating race. The figures down in Sydney were a lot worse than in Melbourne. I know it doesn't really matter comparing them, but they just seemed to be. And I suppose it was a big day down in Melbourne. There was a lot of a lot of tempo up there, and not much down here. Um, that's going to wrap it all up. I will be right back after this break with three things I want to follow out of the weekend. Cheers. Chautauqua, here he comes, the thunder down under. Cubador lifting in the middle. Cubador, the old boy, yes. And Bivouac, who explodes. Bivouac with a powerful display. Zaki in front, sink it over, down the stands well, lunges, gets up. First thing I want to touch on is being against this blue diamond form for the slipper. Um, now, this race is rated so good. Like, it's not like I'm against it because they're no good or anything. These are good horses. They've peaked there and they've ran well at one. So they've gone, oh, well, we're going to have a crack at the other one. Now, they do get three weeks off, which is good that it's not two, but they've gone that quick for a horse to peak and peak again the the chances are just so slim. So I'm hard against the Blue Diamond form going into the slipper. Um, I think we can find alternate form there. With, I think, a big key, since they're all pretty even, the map. The map was key there on Saturday. And I've got to be better at realising. So, yeah, Little Bros has gone back, but it's grand final time. They've drawn a gate, so they're going to want to use that. I needed to think, hmm, I'm probably going to go out and use that not oh Barbara was there last time or Jamie Carr's initiative she'll just get there it's more when it's grand final time everyone wants that spot so that's the first thing um the second is the eye test I think like you look at that um Oakley plate Zoostar looks like he is flying out and stuff in front and he hasn't even broken the class uh so sometimes your eyes lie to you and um you need to try, like put the effort in and go in and have a good look at the form because they haven't gone that quick and probably the horse that was in the best spot and maybe the most classy has won the race. Like it wasn't because he's handled this brutal speed and he's lengths above him. I just think he was the best horse on the day there with a lot of upside keep in mind. I think he can he's he's got a lot to come. Um, but it wasn't just the leaders falling in the hole and he's just cleaned him up. Uh, third and final is these two-year-olds again. But I forgot to mention when we were doing it, the Lozago race, Skirt the Law starts hard dollars, two dollars favourite. I was potting her on the preview saying this horse has done nothing. The Magic Million form sucks. She hadn't even broken benchmark in all of her starts. She starts hard two dollars there, which I couldn't believe. And the two horses that were out of the learning to fly form come out and win. So... I think, once again, if you can get – I know it's a lot harder, but if you can get your hand on some sectionals somewhere, really, really pays off because I've gone 
gone into so say so I had a hundred bucks of the race. I've gone into that race with hundred bucks. If I'm just looking at the face value, skirt the law, oh, undefeated, win some magic millions, bang, you put a hundred bucks on that. I've gone into there looking at the t- things, going, oh, Lazago was good, laid in few grand, same with Facil. Go in, split that 50-50. They're paying 10 bucks each. That's a $700 swing around from just having a bit of sectional. So I know that's not for everyone. Um, but yeah, if you can get some times and stuff, it definitely helps, especially in things like that where horse, like horses, times can't lie to you. Your eyes can, I suppose, those last three eye tests and figures kind of tie into each other. Um, yeah, it was a little bit of a boring uh things I could follow, but didn't really see that much. Anyway, um, Australian Guineas week this weekend. Jackano, 99% sure. Last time we'll see him race before he goes off to be a breeder um, who comes down. See you in heaven from that other race in the day. I know people might not be thinking that. She's up to these. That rated 10 times better than the elliptical race. So keep that in mind. Awesome weekend coming up. I'll see you guys Thursday with the boys. Um, Have a good week. Cheers. But it's Perse out of the clock tower.